Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Relatable Thoughts. You're listening to episode 91. I'm Caleb Price, your host, and I'm excited for this one. It's another interview I got for you guys, and I'm so excited to get right into it. But first, I want you to mark your calendars. I want you to mark your calendars for December 1st at 6 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time um, because I'm going to be going live. I'm going to be doing a webinar, and it's going to be all about studying, how you actually get the motivation for it because, as I know, finals will be soon approaching soon after that and i want you to be as best prepared as possible to understand how you can motivate yourself how you can best prepare yourself for the actual exam when it comes to your mental and emotional skills that are at play and and probably most important of all how to actually do the thing that you want to do in the first place which is to succeed in your classes to do well uh, perform well at this end and and you know go out with a bang basically when it comes to the end of school and how that looks for each and every one of you is going to be different. Each and every one of you are unique in this. You have your own way about going about it, but I can tell you this, that there's a universal way to studying and getting the result that you want when it comes to these classes. So join me for that to put in your calendars. I want you all to be there. Um, But without further ado, I want to give it up for Jocelyn. I'm super excited for this episode because Jocelyn is actually one of my first clients that I've ever had. We've been working together for about three, actually probably way more than that, a couple months now. And I have really thoroughly enjoyed seeing how much she has grown in that period. I see a lot of myself in her. You're going to hear all about it, hear her story. Um, really, this is an episode for those of you who really want to see one, yes, the benefits of coaching, what can come from it in just like a person's life hearing that sort of story. But overall, we're talking about overcoming fear. We're talking about doing things that we don't want to do, yet we do want to do them. Like how do we do the things that are in the way and that are uncomfortable in order to get the things that we really want? And by and large, we're just talking about loving yourself and how that ultimately is the key and secret to everything, to having the life exactly that you want. So without further ado, again, repeated that again. Here's Jocelyn. Okay, everybody, I have an amazing guest on today. I'm so excited for this interview because it's kind of the first time I think I've done this, which surprising it's taken like, I don't know, this is going to be like 90 something episodes. <laughs> it's taken me this long to bring um, one of my own clients on. Um, her name is Jocelyn and she is amazing. And you're going to hear from her really soon. I just want to preface and say how awesome she is and just preface and say that like she is one of my very first clients um and when we first met I just kind of knew like oh yeah like this is gonna be something awesome like we're gonna be able to make something awesome just from the power of coaching but also just you know I I just like really working with 
I don't know, people and like hearing their stories hearing and seeing them grow, especially just seeing the progress that's made because I don't know, and all my clients, whenever they come to me for the first time and during their progress, I see a little bit of myself in each of them. And so it's really cool to be like, just to see one, how I've progressed, not that we need to be better or anything like that, but just how much freer I am. And I see that a lot in you, Jocelyn. So enough about me talking. I want you to introduce yourself, tell people all the things about you. Hi. So yeah, my name is Jocelyn. If you didn't already get that. <laughs> um, so I'm from Arizona. I have, I lived in Arizona since I was three years old, but recently my family, just before I went off to college, they moved all the way across the country to South Carolina. That was really scary for me because I was like 17 years old and I thought, oh, I'm just moving three hours away from home. And then turns out, nope, (laughs) (laughs) nope, nope. So, um, yeah, recently I came home because I'm preparing for a mission. So I've just been working as a nanny, um, coaching, getting coaching from Caleb, which has been um, very life changing for me. Um, I also um, thought I would go somewhere super cool on my mission when I got my mission call, but I am actually going back to Arizona, right where I'm from, but I couldn't be any more excited about that. So I was like, what are you saying? Arizona is super cool. I'm from Arizona. No, I I do. I will always be an Arizona girl, though. yeah. yeah, Arizona's the best. And I think it, it'll be a great mission. So I, and I, but I get what your initial thoughts are. Everyone has, I think those thoughts about sure, missions. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and also you went to school beforehand, right? Yeah. Yep. So when we first year. met, you were going to NAU? Yes. Yeah. So it's in Flagstaff and a lot of people think that Arizona is only just desert, but believe it or not, there's also forest in Arizona. And I was living in that part and there's lots and lots of snow. So that was super cool. But yeah, it's a hidden, hidden aspect about Arizona that most people don't know about. Yeah. But it's pretty awesome. Anyway, um, great. Yeah. Um, and we've been working, obviously, I think since April, which is really cool, um, just to realize because it doesn't feel like that long but also like you think about it and you're like well, actually it's kind of a long time <laughs> it's like a pretty decent chunk of your life but um I always like to start people off kind of just seeing what their journey is because most people I have on the podcast have either gone on a coaching journey or some kind of rediscovery spiritual journey however they want in terms of growth and so I'm curious about how you would answer that question for yourself yeah I'm super excited to answer that because it actually began I would say I want to say probably the beginning of my senior year of high school and my mom had been kind of discovering life coaching for a few years before that but I would just kind of in passing her or listening to a podcast from another life coach Jody Moore or she would like kind of talk about it and then it just kind of increased but for a while I was really annoyed with it I was like I don't get how this helps me. Like, I was like, I don't want to hear about any of this. I'm like, I got the gospel. I like, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I've got what I need. Mm-hmm. And I just remember at one point um, in high school, I was just really struggling one day. And I remember like multiple times, my mom's like, just listen to a podcast episode. That's all I asked. Like, just 
just see what it is. You Like, you don't have to do anything further than that. And so one day when I was really struggling, I listened to a podcast by Jody Moore, and I believe it was about regret. Mm. And I just remember just crying through the whole episode because I was like, where has this been my whole life? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I didn't just like see what it was, but it was obviously I was like feeling kind of prideful and I just didn't want to listen. Plus it was coming from my mom and a lot of people don't want to listen to their mom. Yeah. I mean, I was the same. <laughs> it, you just have a lot of resistance in the beginning, yeah. especially from your mom, just because just kind of just the way it is. Obviously there's thoughts about it. We don't want to change things, but at the end of the day, it's just like, yep, it's how it always goes. Yeah, for sure. So then I just, I would just kind of listen to podcasts here and there. And like, I would on and off be listening to them. And my mom was like, oh, have you ever thought about getting a coach? And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. But I was like a high school student. I didn't have a job. And I was like, how am I going to pay for that? (laughs) And so then probably fast forward a little bit, I started college and I was like, I kind of thought about it. I was like, it'd be kind of cool to have a coach. But I was like, nah, that's fine. I can do it later. And then I would say after the first semester, um, I, I was like, I got this down because I was really nervous about college. And I thought it was going to be re- this like really scary thing. But I did super well. And I was like, I got the second semester in the bag. Like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then second semester hit and it was a lot harder and I spent a lot of my time spinning in my head and I kind of had not like gone back to coaching or any podcasts or anything for a while and I was just spiraling and I remember one day I think I I decided to listen yeah that's what it was I decided to listen to Jody Moore's podcast after like a long time not listening and it was Mm. the episode that you were featured on (laughs) and then I was like oh I think I should like check this guy out he seems pretty cool like (laughs) and so I followed his page and I saw his content and I was like I feel like I should sign up for his coaching program. I kept being hesitant, though, because I was like, I don't have the money. I'm a college student. Right. (laughs) And so then I finally just signed up for the free coaching call because I was like, you know what? What could it hurt? And then after that first one, I was like, I need to do this. This is going to help me get out of the rut that I am stuck in. So and And you you found a way. (laughs) found a way to pay for it and now here you are mm-hmm. and like I'm just curious like looking back on that version of yourself like how do you feel I I'm just really proud of myself honestly because like I had a lot of fears still going into signing up for coaching because I was like oh I'm gonna kind of I was like I'm gonna expose myself and all and I I was like what if he judges me or he thinks I'm weird or like I had all these different beliefs about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) for sure and it it was but I'm proud of myself for being willing to be vulnerable and take that step because it's helped me so much yeah I'm really grateful you said that because I think a lot of people listening to this I don't want this to just be like oh like 
coaching is amazing. You should sign up for my thing. Of course I believe that, but I, I want this to really just, I think it relates to a lot of people out there who are kind of going through the same thing and wondering like about either coaching or just about like growth opportunities in life and just being afraid of it because they're afraid of being seen, afraid of being vulnerable, afraid of just the possibility of it or so down on themselves and just thinking like nothing's going to work. Like this is just kind of how life is and like not, it's not going to help. Or even when they do get help, it's just like, eh, like I don't know. And so I'm really glad you, you, cause I think we just need more examples of it, more examples that are powerful that like help people along because it took me, you know, it took me two years to, take that journey for yourself. It took you time and it takes everybody time. And my hope is that we can always just continue to decrease that amount of time that we are kind of debating in our head about, is this going to be helpful or not? Because I don't know, everyone I've talked to and everyone I experience it with is an automatic yes. Even if it's just one session, automatic yes, helpful. Yeah. I think also one of the most powerful things for me about seeing you as a coach was I was like, he's a college student. And I'm like, he doesn't have a lot of money, but he's being this life coach and he went to life coach school and he did this. So like, why can't I do it? Like I can do that too. Like it just was inspiring to me. Like, yeah, I can do hard things too. <laughs> yeah. And now you here you are inspiring other people. Yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. And you're like, I probably never, never would have even imagined this. No, I, I couldn't even like, get up in front of like a small group of people and talk. And now I'm like doing all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. And look at you. And, and again, just the, you don't even realize all that's going to happen just because of taking a willingness to look at what's going on inside. And I think that's what we're going to really talk about today. Um, because I wanted to bring you on to just really share your experience, share your journey, share what is basically changed your life because of coaching something maybe you were kind of intending to go in on and figure out or maybe you came to coaching and you didn't even realize this was something that you wanted until it kind of was presented to yourself yeah so I would say the biggest thing I've gained from coaching is I've really grown in my love for myself and I've built a better relationship with myself I I haven't always I've never like really hated myself. I haven't been like, oh, you're the worst person, but I've definitely like everybody has those moments, you know, where they're like, oh, I should be doing better. Why am I not doing better at this? Or um why can't I just let go of this habit? Or why can't I just pursue the goals that I want to pursue? And when when we don't do those things, we get really down on ourselves and we start to just beat ourselves up. And I did that a lot. I I have struggled many years with perfectionism and mm-hmm. um, that that's really kept me stuck because I thought everything had to look a certain way or um, had to be a certain way, but really it's just what the world has always like taught us to believe about ourselves that if we don't accomplish something, then we can't love ourselves. Mm. So. Yeah, no, I think that's a, it's a, it's something that we just take for granted. Like, oh, yep, that's a that's a fact. Or we, even we might even recognize that, oh, yeah, we're kind of being a perfectionist about it, but we, like, don't do, do anything about it, I guess. Uh, where we recognize that, yeah, these things aren't true, 
but we keep operating in a way that it still feels true. Like, yeah. I, and I think we all recognize that like, oh yeah, beauty standards are an opinion, but we mm-hmm. still operate in a world where we're like, but really we know what it is. Like really yeah. we know what is a good student or really we know what a a good Latter-day Saint is. Like we really know these definitions, but we're just saying these things because that's what we're supposed to. And you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. get rid of all that. <laughs> yeah, just erase all that. <laughs> yeah. And I would say another thing too that comes to mind for me is that I relied on a lot of people to tell, like I relied on other people for me to feel love for me. Like I, it was like, well, I can't feel love for myself unless somebody else tells me they love me or Mm -hmm. tells me I'm amazing. But I've learned that I can be there for myself. I can love myself and nobody else has to do that for me. Yeah. well, I, I guess I didn't want to interrupt, but where did you first like kind of begin to recognize that you were doing this? Because I think a lot of us do operate in this kind of way. Not that it's bad. It's very human. It's a very human thing to think, oh, well, people have to show love or have these things, you know, I guess do these gestures. I don't know. Maybe explain it better than I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, not long before I started coaching, I had just broken up with my first boyfriend. And after breaking up with him and going through coaching, as I went through my journey with like starting coaching, I just really realized how much I depended upon him to feel good about myself, to feel love for myself. Like I thought in order for me to feel good, he has to compliment me this many times during the day, or he has to write this long letter about me or he has to call me this many times a month or but I was just realizing I was depending so much upon him for me to feel love for myself and for me to have joy when all along it was right there in front of me I could love myself I could create the joy in my life that I want to have and that was really freeing to find out that like nobody's responsible for my happiness and nobody's responsible for the love that I feel for myself. Right. And, and with that kind of knowledge now, how would, I guess, you approach a future relationship? I, I, I kind of explained this to my mom like a few weeks back. I was like, when I get married, I'm not going to ever like expect my husband to support me. That sounds like terrible, but like I'm going to always know because everybody's a human being. We can't like rely on human beings because they're honestly just not always going (laughs) to be reliable. That's just, that's just how it is. You know, like human beings are often going to be on and off reliable. And so, but I know the one person I can always rely on is me. And because um, of my beliefs, I also believe that the, another person I can always rely on is um, my heavenly father, my, my savior, Jesus Christ. So yeah but it's just a bonus if they support me you know oh totally and And they always yeah yeah and honestly like it's great if they want to love me too and that that's a bonus too (laughs) but I get to love myself and it only serves me it's only going to serve me to be able to love them and it serves me to love everybody so yeah I love that. Just like this core foundation of like loving ourselves is how we access love from other people. 
Yeah. Just because like, if you aren't, aren't able to love yourself, that directly reflects on other people. And we think that other people either just don't care or they're thinking these things about ourselves that we are actually the ones thinking about ourselves. Um, And I wanted to point out that like, um, not to like (laughs) damper your dream, but you also probably will like maybe let yourself down because you're a human being, meaning that (laughs) in the future, you're going to be like, oh, my husband should be doing this or I do expect him to be doing this. And again, totally natural, totally normal. We don't know what our limits are until we encounter them. Yeah. We don't know when that when we're like, I don't know, like in a moment of like attacking ourselves or self-hating on ourselves or hurting ourselves unintentionally until we have this awareness, this awakening, this moment where we're like, oh, this is what's happening. Yeah. And then it's the crucial part is, is and I think that we've worked on so much that I have taken away into my own life is just that like in that moment in that space that is okay like allowing the oh I do do this to myself that is okay because I can grow from this and having love in that moment versus the typical oh I do this to myself like that's terrible like oh my gosh like I'm a terrible person and and then when the shame comes in the nat that's just the natural response usually yeah yeah, and I kind of remember. I remember one of our coaching sessions when we were actually working. I was working through things around my thoughts and beliefs around my first relationship, and I just remember realizing, oh my gosh, if I like let go of that and like really create space for myself, there's gonna be space for him and space for all these people. <laughs> so it was, it was right. Amazing. I do remember that one where was the idea was is that we think we need to be like I don't know like giving a hundred percent to the other relationship or the other person like giving our all to them and like not having any space for ourselves yeah but if we didn't do that then we have no space for everybody versus the idea that I love is that like when we give space for ourselves to be you know vulnerable to make mistakes to grow to just love ourselves and to take care of ourselves, to hold ourselves when we're down in those moments, then we allow other people to be in our lives. We can love them. We can serve them because we're going to have the fuel necessary for that, the fuel and the fire of love that for ourselves that carries us through, you know, well, I'll be honest, difficult things, things that typically we can say are hard. And I mean, they honestly are, but that does not mean we're not capable of them or does not mean we're bad if we think we're hard or think we can't do them or um, struggle in them. Yep. Yeah. That and just with the love that like has increased for myself, I've been able to do like a lot of different things because like I, I just, I don't let, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't let um, what other people say stop me or what other people think stop me. And I just go and do so. Yeah. And, and I mean, that comes from exactly what you said, that yeah. self-love where it doesn't really matter what other people think because they're allowed to. Mm-hmm. 
So um, this has been already a fantastic conversation. And I know now it's kind of switched because before we were talking about college and school in our coaching sessions, but now it, the dialogue has shifted towards the idea of the mission, mm-hmm. which I know I've done some episodes already about the mission. And so I'd like to kind of get your take on, you've been preparing now for quite a bit, I think. And so I'm curious first how kind of these coaching principles has helped you in your terms of your preparation for your mission, but also like, what do you see being different now going into the mission versus maybe if, I don't know, you were to go into the mission a year ago? Oh man, there, there's a lot. <laughs> that, yeah, let's that dive into different. it. Well, first of all, like on the mission, obviously you're going to have to go and talk to a lot of people and they're going to be just doing a lot of things that are out of your comfort zone. And something that actually kind of helped me to not be afraid of that aspect of my mission was actually with this whole thing that I, uh, fiasco, not fiasco, learning experience (laughs) that I had with driving. Um, So I got my license when I was 17, which is kind of on the later side for most people. Mm -hmm. And I... Also, oh, when I first started driving, I crashed the car, or I totaled the car Okay. <laughs> in the church parking lot, and um, for a long time, that really scared me. Even after I got my license, it really deterred me from wanting to drive, and when I was in college, I didn't drive because that, like, I didn't have a car anyways, and I just walked everywhere, but um, then when I got home... And I've been preparing for my mission. I just really wanted to drive because I want to be able to have a job so I could earn money for my mission. And I just, the fear was just like consuming me. And I was just like, I don't want to drive because it's really scary. And I was thinking of all these reasons. But I went to Caleb and I was like, okay, I want to work through this because I want to drive. And I remember like the, the, the belief that got me to be able to be brave enough to go and drive and just do it was that what do you want more? Do you want, do you want to just be, um, or no, you asked me what, what would you create by being able to drive basically? And I was like, well, freedom. And he's like, what's the opposite that you would have? I was like, well, I want to be able to get a job that I want and so on. And he's like, well, which do you really want? I was like, well, I want freedom. And he's like, then all the risks that come along with driving, you're going to be willing to do that if you really want that freedom. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so I kind of like have related that to my mission. I was like, what do I really want for my mission? I was like, well, I want to talk to people. I just want to have a good experience. I want to create the exact experience that I want to have on this mission. And so I've just started to do things like I've gone out with the sister missionaries and I've taught lessons before I've even gone on my mission. And I got as often as I can, I get up in church and I try to speak and I volunteer. Like I even volunteered to speak in church, which doesn't happen for. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. I've knocked on random people's doors and I've messaged random people on social media. I had a, conversation with a stranger on social media about my church and (laughs) 
and it's all because what it's all because I really want to have a growing experience Mm. going into my mission and I really want to realize that fear is just the green light to being able to go and do the things that I really desire so Right. And I know we talked about that literally right before we started recording this because we're like, Mm -hmm. oh, we have some fear, but like that's a green light. (laughs) Because I mean, I think you're exactly right is sometimes really all we have to do when it comes to these hard experiences or these things that we desire in life, really, we have to visualize what is it that we are seeking for. So in the driving case, you said freedom, or in the case of being a missionary, you could I mean, I wouldn't say successful because whatever you do, you are successful, but I would say you could, you could say fulfilled, or at least you're just living your calling. Um, that, that aspect, you're just like, this is what I desire for myself. As we all know with desire, those desires are good. Yet the currency of that desire is fear, meaning you have to deposit and invest the the fear and all these negative emotions you're going to experience the awkwardness, the embarrassment, the frustration, the the boredom even all of that feeling those emotions yet understanding yep that's all part of it yep i gotta feel this in order to get this thing that i want and when we don't like i don't know when we don't think about it like cut and dry we don't like we just kind of say oh well that's just the way i am or that's just the way of the situation or like yeah that was supposed to happen that way like we can not that any of those things are bad and we should hold ourselves to, you know, like, I believe we should hold ourselves to standards, but we, I don't think we should like burden ourselves with those things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like if it is really what you want, then it is worth looking at. It's worth looking at and, and, and making, I don't know, a concrete plan, just like you said of like, okay, what am I going to feel? And what am I going to get? I, like, I just remembered another thing that we had talked about in one of our sessions and that helped me too with this mission preparation we were kind of talking about the idea of perfection because I I was like starting a public social media account so I could share stuff about my church and kind of like that be a little bit of a way to prepare and I remember I was like for a while I just wasn't posting as consistently as I wanted to be posting and I just really wanted to find out like why I, what was holding me back, what beliefs and thoughts were (laughs) I was having that was holding me back from that. And I realized I was like expecting it to be perfect as in like, I don't know, whatever we define, like (laughs) exactly this vision in my head. But I remember we talked about how like perfection isn't necessarily like what we think it should be. It's exactly how it ends up happening and and that's beautiful and that's like amazing basically so yeah and it's all part of your journey and your growth because now you can look I mean you haven't been doing this very long this social Mm -hmm. media page but if you look back you're like oh I've already learned so much oh so much and it's all I've only gained stuff from it. Sure, there's been other people that I'm sure I've benefited from it, but I feel like honestly, out of anybody, I've really benefited from um, creating this public account. So right, and I think a lot of us, as young people, especially, we'll have like, I don't know, we'll get curious about something, have a desire, 
and then just be like, eh, rationalize it away because it's just like, it's either too much energy, too much work. And I'm not saying that we need to be like going after everything. Sometimes we just have thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But like, if it's something that keeps coming to you and you still have that like, kind of that itch of like, yeah, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Then yeah, my, I mean, greatest advice, the thing that's changed my life is just going for it. Because the only way you get better at something is just by doing it. And then you start learning, you start putting the pieces together. And most importantly, you don't stop because momentum is always going to be your greatest tool when it comes to accomplishing anything. That I've seen that a lot with, there's been a lot of moments where I'm like, where I was like, oh, that wasn't perfect, or I messed up, or I made a mistake. But every time I've just moved forward, it just, it ends up being so much better. Like, I can't even explain it. Yeah. <laughs> and with multiple situations, like with my driving, with with preparing for my mission, with my social media account, with school, there's just been so many things where I'm like, when I've stopped, it's only just kept me in a rut and it hasn't benefited me. But when I've just moved mm-hmm. forward, I just continue to grow. Yeah. And and sometimes we do need those moments of stop, those ruts. Of course. But I am... Yeah. Um, what I really think is you're like, oh, I don't know why. Like, I really believe it. the way you feel is because it's a reflection of now this new self-trust you have with yourself. Yeah. This yeah. new love going back to what we started in the beginning of like why we wanted to do this or one motivating big reason for either just coaching or the self-discovery is the idea that like you do love yourself, you honor your desire, you trust yourself and look at all that you're able to create now because of it. Yeah. Yep. It's just like, it's, it's amazing just to look back and have this kind of moment where you look back and you're able to say like, because I was able to like kind of by loving yourself, just like talking kindly to yourself having these moments of acceptance, moving past failure and not letting it define your life. And also not thinking that we are wrong, that there's something wrong with us, but kind of switching the dynamic of that of like, of course, that's going to happen. Of course, we're going to think that it's okay that we're thinking that applying all this acceptance, look at all the fruits now that have been able to come from this just shift of how do I think about myself? How do I want to treat myself? And what actually is going to help me achieve change that I desire for my life? Yeah, that acceptance has been like super powerful. And I I think about um, when an, I think it, it might have been a separate one or the same one, but within like the one where we're talking about perfection, it might have been also talking about when I was starting my new job. But Um, when we talked about the concept of like being you is the best person you can be in any of your roles and that's been super powerful as I prepared for my mission is is that being me is going to be the best person I can be as a missionary and I have so much to share just being me and it's been really cool because I feel like I really have let that come through just in my past couple posts on my social media page it's been really powerful because I'm like wow what I have to offer is like really amazing and (laughs) I'm so excited to share that with that with other people and that's why I'm like just really excited to be here on this podcast today because I'm like wow like just being me and being here I'm like I have so much to offer 
and that's pretty yeah. amazing and all of you out there have so much to offer too right i i you mean know. totally agree <laughs> everyone has something valuable to offer there's a reason we're all you know kind of the way that we are not saying that change is impossible but yeah. i like to just describe it as like even when you change you're still you mm-hmm. even when you do things differently you're still you on the inside and that part of you is the one that like we want to bring out and and just like show the world <laughs> so and speaking of which i, I kind of just want to wrap things up and just be like what else like what is kind of the last things you want to say that are like you for those that are listening those that might be in your situation that are preparing for a mission what's what's like that one thing that's or a couple of things that have changed your life that you just wish everybody could experience and apply in their own well the biggest thing is that you have all the power in the world to create exactly what you want to do with your life you can create the exact life you want because you have that power you've been given that power and that's really amazing and when I realized that like I'm the only one who has the power over what I want to create in my life I've been like whoa look how much there is in this world and um also that loving and accepting you where you are is only going to help you to be able to make the changes you want to make because if you just like put yourself down it's not going to happen believe me (laughs) it's not (laughs) and I just really believe in being you and doing what you want to do and not like letting the voices of the world or the beliefs of the world make you think that you can't do what you want and what you desire deep down so right because they're just thoughts yeah (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) i love it i yeah i mean honestly those truths will take you anywhere you want in life they'll they'll carry you throughout and you'll be able to go lots of places including yourself jocelyn you're gonna go do amazing things on this mission and i cannot wait to see what's possible just because, um, not because it's, and that's like a distinction I really want to make is that it's not because of coaching. It's because you are like connected with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you have this relationship with yourself. Because coaching can be there all the time, but we're the ones that have to choose to take the coaching. Like we have the power again. (laughs) Yeah. You have all the power and you're the one who lives your life. It's not yeah. your, your coach. It's not <laughs> whoever in your life. Meaning, yeah, again, you get to decide. And see, might as well give loving yourself a shot, I think. <laughs> so um, thank you for everything you've said and everything you've shared. I hope we were able to cover everything. Um, I yeah, think. yeah. Well, I mean, as much as we could, I guess. I know. I'm like, I could probably talk about this for hours, but. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, we got to give these people, you know, back to their lives, basically. But um, if people want to keep following you, follow that social media account, just hear more about you or even reach out to hear about your experience, where can people find you? So my account is Jossie underscore loves underscore Jesus. And I just, I show, share videos. I share scriptures. I share um, just like my thoughts. I I honestly just kind of share whatever I feel like sharing. And um, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to just be friends, even if 
you're not interested in coaching like I love having friends and that's pretty cool um uh, I think that's it yeah yeah no it's a great page (laughs) yeah definitely go follow her it's like a good I'd just say like a nice testimony page you always get inspired always hear great insight um especially insight that you're not usually just aware of (laughs) and yeah definitely coaching has helped me be aware of a lot of things with my beliefs around my religious beliefs it's been really cool so yeah and I I really um liked what you said in the beginning kind of like that resistance initially because you're like I'm a member I already have everything that I need yeah I have the gospel I mean that's a thought I had and Mm -hmm. not to in no way want to negate the power that comes from what I you know gospel of Jesus Christ from um church doctrine whatever you believe in your testimony and everything Mm -hmm. totally think that is the most valuable thing but I mean I just think kind of in your life you've learned maybe something along where I've learned in in that like everything is enhanced when you're able to kind of look at what's going on inside your head in terms of the gospel so much (laughs) yeah and just kind of like you go back and you're like oh I wonder why I even thought that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but we all do anyway um thank you again Jocelyn you are awesome so yeah of course you're totally welcome and good luck on your mission Thank you. going to be great. Anyway, and everybody, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and good luck out there. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode is sponsored naturally, of course, by Jocelyn. Thank you so much for being an amazing client and for coming on this podcast, y'all. Go check her out. She is amazing and has some wonderful spiritual content on her Instagram. And to everyone, keep it spicy.